The Movie Hour, Episode 52, September 17th, 2009. Spoiler alert, the following hour of programming may contain both movie plots and swearing. Hello and welcome to the Daniel Craig Fantasy Football Movie Hour. I'm Greg Maloney, and it is another late-night discussion with some of my two favorite people here at the Movie Hour, Jim and Josh. I mean Jeff, sorry. Sorry, <laughs> Jeff. I'm sorry. Uh, Jim and Jeff are here at the Movie Hour. J- Josh is live listening. Guys, welcome Thanks. back. My self-esteem really needed that. I appreciate it. Welcome back it. to the show. Welcome back to the show. Although it's late, somehow I'm still happy to be here. Nah, whatever. I'm phoning this one in. Yeah, yeah, I bet. Like every day, like every day. Yeah, it is, it is a late night recording tonight. We uh, are having scheduling issues once again. Jeff is uh, leaving the country. No, you're not leaving. Where are you headed? You're out. You're heading out. To uh, New- upstate New York. York. Well, I'm flying into New York City and then driving to uh, Lake Placid yeah. uh, for a wedding. Uh, and Mike and Melissa, if you're listening, congratulations uh, in advance. Yeah, and I hear very uh, avid, of our avid family feud episode. Yeah, yeah, from the uh, Family Feud episode. Nice. Gunga Pit favorites, Mike and Melissa. The Blagojevich family? <laughs> yeah, for, of the Blagojevich family. Uh, yeah, Congratulations. It's, yeah, it's gonna, I hope it goes great. It's gonna be, uh, Jeff's gonna be out in New York. I'm going to California, so we're, I guess, Jim stays here in the middle. We split the outsides. It's gonna be, uh, I'll be out there for a couple weeks. And we gotta you're, be- uh, you're going out there, uh, to promote the show, right? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty much doing a couple promos out there and doing a little bit of a tour. I'm doing a book signing tour. I'm uh, published, so I gotta do that. <laughs> what what book are you gonna sign? The uh, the book that I wrote called How to Win Quizzes. Uh, yeah, yes, but there's a there's a forward in there by by Jim and Jim actually. Uh, it says Jim, but I, I, he was actually I was the ghostwriter for that. That was actually uh, I was. And I people was, actually want you to sign the yeah, book that they want I wrote. And Jim did the forward on. Yeah. But he ghost wrote. <laughs> yeah. Makes anyway. perfect sense. You know, it, it kind of doesn't really make sense to, uh, have a, to have a ghost writer even if you're just going to tell everybody that you're the ghost writer. You know what? J- Josh, are you sure you don't want to take, take over on the show? Jeff? Jeff? Listen, I'm, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, uh, eat some minutes here, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Of course. Well, uh, <laughs> so again, we're sort of, uh, Taping at odd times, and some of our live listeners weren't able to make it tonight due to due to that. And I apologize; it was a a last minute change. But we do our uh, we do have our normal business to attend to today. Uh, we're here to discuss everything we would, uh, or including our movie reviews, everything we'd want to. And we have some special news, some special uh, segments coming up today that uh, are going to be a little bit of a surprise. But what's not a surprise is the movie reviews. And Jim will be starting off today. Congratulations, Jim! Oh, thank you, thank you. Um... I ended up seeing the movie I Love You, Man, that uh, was released of March of this year. Um, it stars okay. Paul Rudd as a guy who's never had any male friends. Um, he ends up getting engaged and realizes that he has no best man to speak of, you know, no candidates. So he decides that he needs to go on several mandates to kind of figure out, you know, who he can you know, invite to be his best man. Um after, you know, a montage of segments um, with, you know, mandates gone wrong, he finally runs into a guy played by Jason Segal. Um, they, they've got an interesting pairing. Rudd kind of plays the awkward, I don't know how to be in a, you know, a guy-and-guy relationship, and he's trying to be all buddy-buddy and screws it up all the time. Uh, Jason Segal kind of plays like this slacker-slash-suave guy who just throws in a little raunchy comment every once in a while. Um, there's some... Uh, some backup roles, but 
played by Jamie Presley and Rashida Jones and Jane Curtin that are kind of throwaway, but uh, John Favreau does a pretty good job as a as a friend of a friend. J.K. Simmons, he was does hilarious. A, yeah, J.K. Simmons does a pretty good job as his dad, and uh, Andy Samberg plays uh, Paul Rudd's gay brother. That he does a pretty good job. But overall, the movie's pretty solid. Um, I thought Paul Rudd's character was just a little too awkward. Um, it was more of you know too much of a, in the caricature role. I'm kind of used to seeing Paul Rudd as like a normal guy who's throwing jokes around. Um, but uh, overall, it was good, and I know Jeff liked it because Rush played a very important role in it. So, <laughs> yeah, he loves Rush. <laughs> yeah, Jeff's a huge Rush fan. So yeah, it, so it was pretty good. We've discussed it a little bit before. Um, Jeff and I were a little critical of the ending. Did you like the ending? Like it was sort of just the very like ending. It was just together. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, pretty much the last ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, it's very formulaic. Um, the, I'm assuming you're talking about the, the actual ceremony part. Yeah, yeah, that much. that part was very just. I don't know, it just seemed and very rushed. It's like, oh, and we're done. Bye. Yeah, <laughs> type of thing. and yeah, and Seagal's character getting you know brought back into the loop. Well, attempted to be brought back into the loop by his fiance, by Paul Rudd's fiance, but he was on his way anyways. Right. Such a good right. Anyways. Yeah. But yeah, the, the <laughs> but I think my favorite part of that movie in hindsight was J.K. Simmons talking about his. Best friend Hank Mark Dukas. Yeah, I really, yeah, I really like that for some reason. Yeah, and Hank Mark Dukas. Yeah, it's it's pretty funny. I I liked it, and uh, it's a solid get, rental. Yeah. What, okay, I was gonna say, would it get your seal of approval? Not, it doesn't sound like it. Um, I enjoyed it. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think it's worth a watch. Right, right. Um, and this is uh this is also on par. I don't have a movie review again today, and uh, according to the the rundown here, it sounds like Jeff also doesn't have a movie review. Uh, our production That's team, true. our production teams, just not pulling it off today. Yeah, and you so, wonder why the network execs wanted me to stay home and anchor the show while you guys go run around. Dude, we had soccer today, and I ripped my ankle apart. Uh, my the heel, the heel of my foot is like a giant. Like, what's the biggest melon? Like, is it just melon, or is it like cantaloupe? Watermelon is the watermelon? biggest melon. <laughs> today on Science Friday. Water- <laughs> yeah. Water- <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, the, the equivalent of Gallagher smashing your foot with a mallet. Yeah, it hurts. I I, I was out of the game, and I and I'm the, pretty sure. We tell lost. him the good news, though, Greg. The good news is that after the kid that hurt after the kid hurt Greg. Oh, what yeah, happened? Hurt me, but uh, so I I we were as a challenge for the ball, me and the other kid, and at some point afterwards, I hurt my ankle, but. Uh, me and a kid go for the ball, and in soccer, you can pretty much just go shoulder to shoulder and push pretty hard. Like it's everyone sort of calls it a wussy sport, but it gets pretty physical sometimes. And after me and this kid collide, Jeff, who was also playing, came over and just crushes the kid out of the way and grabs the ball right in front of me, which was pretty funny. And no call happened inside the box. It was. I, yeah, I, I really, I really hit that kid pretty yeah. hard. <laughs> he saw, he saw him hurting me, the the greatest talent of the show, and had to step in, and he did his job and protected me. And uh, that's that's what I'm good for. I'm the enforcer. Speaking of more current events, uh, before we move on, uh, we have to mention we had birthdays last week. We have more birthdays this week. It's Karen, uh, a huge. Uh, what would be the word? A huge uh, element of GungaPit.com posts all the time. She's always following the Parker Posies and listening to the podcast. So uh, as long as the the forums are accurate, it, it is her birthday next week, James. You know for sure because that's what it yeah, says on yeah. there. But so congratulations on another happy yes, another happy birthday. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So we're on off from the movie reviews and we're on to Ooh, this before, is a, before you go to the next part. I just have to toot my own horn. Yeah. Angels and Demons is officially like you know done. 
accumulating wealth, and it didn't end up in the top ten as I predicted. So just a little nice, nice. Yeah, we need we need to have a retrospective on that in a few months <laughs> and see. The top yeah, seven? The top seven, or is it the top Just, 10? just the predictions. Uh, I'm kind of keeping track of the predictions on the side, so. Yeah, I haven't I looked at the box. I qualify for that well, one. I'm not, I wasn't happy with how with them Glorious Bastards did, and after that, I just didn't look, I haven't looked back in a while. I'll have to take a look. Um, so, we have a couple, couple, uh, news tidbits and something, a couple surprises after that. Everyone knows that Disney actually, uh, purchased, uh, Marvel Enterprise uh, I think it was two weeks ago, August 31st, I think is when the actual, the actual, uh, thing happened. Marvel, Marvel Enterprise, Marvel Entertainment for $4 billion. And Jeff is our numbers guy. So we'll ask Jeff later if it was a good deal. Cause that's $4,000 million. <laughs> that like, like I said, he's, he's our numbers guy. <laughs> and, uh, it's a pretty big deal, mainly just because all the, all the content Disney has at their fingertips to mess with. And, it's sort of interesting on the the Marvel side too, because Marvel's been trying to, like they've done had some breakthrough movies, and they've also pretty much been on the sidelines for a lot of these movies. And it's they haven't had many, uh, they haven't had the golden goose yet, I guess. Iron Man did really pretty well in that. We'll get to that, and um, there were some other little uh, highlights in between. But it's been it's hasn't been easy for Marvel. So Disney picks them up. Lord knows what they're going to do with them. It's probably just going to—they're going to turn all their characters and produce them with Disney assets and make a giant, uh, giant billion dollars. Well, hopefully more than four million dollars off of it, or it wouldn't have been a smart deal, right, Jeff? I, I'm not the numbers guy, but I think uh, I think that's the case. But well, if you're not the numbers guy, why are you making numbers predictions? I, I'm just guessing. I, I got to try. I'm pretty you know, sure try. less than four billion is less than four billion. So yeah, that would be you know. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, right, yeah I crushed the numbers, and that's correct. Yeah, but uh, beyond so uh, Marvel Entertainment, which you have, I know there's Marvel Studios. You have uh, Marvel Entertainment Group. Marvel Studios was mainly the live action movie production stuff. Um, they usually teamed up with other production companies to get their movies out, and we'll we'll get to that again. So you have Marvel Movie Studios. You have the Marvel Entertainment Group, which is a lot of um, shit. Was it the Marvel Entertainment Group? I'm I'm getting lost now. Uh, one of them is just all the animate live anim or live animation, the animation studio. So like the Spider-Man cartoon, which was awesome, the X-Men cartoon, a uh, couple other ones. It was the Marvel Comics group. Is that what it was? Yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm, I'm losing. There's so many different things or anything. So you've got cartoon animation studio, movie production studio, comics entertainment. Um, and of course, all these just pretty much are under the umbrella of all the same different characters in Marvel Universe world. Um, Jim, again, is our, is our comic guru. Uh, Jeff's our numbers guy. I'm just here to, you know, pretty much, uh, mediate between them because they can't talk to each other very well. Um, yeah, it's, well, Marvel's, Marvel's had a hard time going, going, getting started, actually. And, uh, I guess you, uh, the since that, you guys are, the part that surprises me the most about the deal is, like they made the Marvel Studios to kind of you know say okay here is our finally we have you know movie studio to do our movies with and Iron right. Man came out and it did really well the new Incredible Hulk came out I thought it did okay and so I thought they were on their way and then next thing I know they're selling themselves out to Disney's so it surprised me to tell you the truth yeah it's well. Yeah, a good point on Iron Man. The next Iron Man movie's not going to pay for itself. Pretty much. Well, it sounds like what happened was uh, Marvel Studios 
went ahead and actually, so they did Iron Man on their own, and they they uh, had it published through Paramount, or pretty much uh, yeah, distributed, distributed through Paramount Pictures. But they ended up making the movie on their own, Iron Man, which was a huge success, and right. incredible. Like you just mentioned, Incredible Hawk, which was meh. But uh, and Iron Man Two is still slated to be done by Marvel Studios and distributed through Paramount Pictures. But everything later on. Like Thor is still uh, still on its way to come out. Some of those contracts are still valid, but after that, everything is I'm sure just going to be produced by Disney, run by Disney. Um, they're like Marvel's not going to worry about anything. I don't know what what's going to happen with Marvel Studios specifically, but yeah, I'm guessing the name Pixar is there. actually going to take a stab at Ant Man, which would be weird. Oh God, Ant Man! I was just it's going to be great. Um, it's Pixar but, though, so it's weird. It's just like I actually respect Pixar. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you respect oh. Ant-Man? I thought they already uh, did it. No, Ant-Man actually, movie. I don't. Bugs Life. I saw that movie. <laughs> it's uh, just a sequel. Now we're but before, before Iron Man and Incredible Hulk, uh, Marvel Studios actually pretty much just assist produced it, produced uh, a lot of different movies. And it all started with Blade in 98, pretty much. Uh, there were some way before that where they just uh, let the copyrights go to other uh, productions to do it because Marvel Studios didn't exist at that point. Like Howard the Duck was a a Marvel character that ended up being uh, done for. There was a, a Captain America a long time ago. Um, I think it was like 84. But uh, there were a lot of Who movies before. Captain America, you know? Some lose. It was like a B-movie, low-budget movie that I think went straight to D- or straight to VHS or tape, whatever it was back then. Richard Greco. Jim, 84, yes. what was that? <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, so, ni- so 1998, Blade came out. And again, that was like a... They co-produced it with... Uh, New Line Cinema, I think, was actually a distributor, but there were uh, some multiple people involved, and Blade actually wasn't that bad. Like Wesley Snipes, obviously, is the greatest actor that's been on every continent. Stephen Dorff, dude, it's not even funny to joke about that. About Blade being awesome or Wesley Snipes Wesley being on a different Snipes. continent. <laughs> Oh, it's I like that he way. doesn't live in this country anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, but I, well, yeah. I, I remember just, I mean, at least thinking Blade was at least entertaining. I don't remember having too many problems with it. It's just a generic action flick. Wasn't Kurt Russell in it? Kurt, Not to my yeah, knowledge. That was, that was the one with Kurt Russell. <laughs> no, I'm serious. Wasn't who or wait? You're, ta- okay, you're talking about a sidekick guy. That's Chris yeah, Christopherson. Like, oh, Chris Christopherson was in it. Yeah. Oh, he's got a side. He does a sidekick guy. Yeah, the guy who kind of like makes his guns and stuff. stuff and... Oh, Whist- like Whistler is his name. I just remember the character's name. Right, right. Um, isn't Steve Steven Dorf? Is he the same? Uh, he's the bad guy in Blade. Is he the same bad guy in uh, The Lost Boys? Is he? All- no, that's that's uh, Sutherland, isn't it? Correct. They look exactly the same. They look exactly. What are the you same. talking about? You're crazy. They Steven do. Have Dorf you seen- is in SFW. Have you seen these pictures? Yeah. SF- Anyways, uh, so Blade, not not a bad, not a bad in terms of a uh, money production value movie, and actually did pretty well. And then they moved on to X Men, and X Men started its own series. And the first movie was probably my favorite out of all of them. But um, these movies, like yeah, these movies in general, like do you think Marvel Studio, like you've got X Men, Spider Man, that whole series, <laughs> and that of course you've got Daredevil, and it's a uh, Subsequent movie, Elektra. Like, are any did any of these movies strike your fancy, or did was Marvel Marvel really need help? I was a Marvel comic book collector back in the day, and so I have some personal attachment to a lot of these titles. But uh, yeah, I wasn't impressed with any of them, to tell you the truth. X Men had a lot of great potential. 
Um, the casting was very key for me. Uh, did a good job with like Magneto and Professor X. Uh, Cyclops could have been anybody. Um, Wolverine was a tricky one, and I actually liked the casting of Wolverine. But after that, I mean, Jean Grey could have been better. Rogue could have been, could, could have been better. Storm was just god-awful, and everybody else just kind of eh. But my big problem was that they just totally had – they disregarded the entire timeline of everything and everyone's relationships and just did whatever they wanted to. They had, like, original cast members being, like, old cast members. and it Just they totally screwed around with the, the, uh, the timeline yeah, like, and everything. Yeah, like, I, like, isn't Storm not even supposed to be there until, like, half the – Depending on what their timeline, I mean, Iceman is supposed to be one of the originals, and he's like yeah. still a little minor student in the movie, so it's yeah, it's totally. And by the up. way, uh, Famke Jansen plays Jean Grey, and I don't think Jean Grey could have been any better. So we'll just leave that That's where it is. That's because you don't know Jean Grey. <laughs> what? Uh, what? <laughs> we don't know about Jean Grey because I've seen the second and third X Men movies, and sounds Famke hot. She, they at least found someone hot, so that is good. Okay, so so what what was wrong so, with her? Well, for one thing, she's supposed to have just bright red hair, which she doesn't in the movie, movie at all. That's like one of her features, I guess. Trademarks. Yeah, so it's just like at least... Yeah, her hair is, is sort of an auburn, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it's, I, mean I don't know. It just, it just bothered me. Didn't you you took a long time for you to get the bring the the bring the will to to uh get the will to go see X Men, wasn't it? Yeah. Didn't it? Yep. I didn't see any of them in the theater. Saw them all on T V or you know, video, whatever. It was probably but, a good choice. It was probably a good choice. Yeah. Have you seen the have you seen the new X Men Origins Wolverines? Or? I have not seen that one. I've seen the three group ones and I agree with you. The first one's the best one and then as they go on they get god awful. Right, right. It's and they're like Again, they're still doing some co-production. Spider-Man Four is on its way. Deadpool is supposed Spider-Man's, to happen. Oh, I have major issues with Spider-Man. Really? <laughs> you sound you sound upset. Really? I, 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 I kind of like the second Spider-Man oh. movie. Well, first of all, I hate Tobey Maguire as Spider-Man. Really? Yeah, I don't like Tobey Maguire at all. I think he's a horrible. Have actor. you seen Wonder Boys? That's uh, his best role. I'll give him good. that. He was good in. Um... You're in Loathing in Las Vegas too. I've never seen that movie, so I'll have to give oh. you the benefit of the doubt. But he usually he just plays like. Like, whoever he is, he's just got this blank stare at him, like, he spaced out the entire movie. That's what, yeah. so I've never had any respect for him. If he was blonde and had tits, he'd be a bimbo. So it's just <laughs> like, I have no respect for him as an actor. But, um. So you're saying, you're saying he's an aspiring bimbo. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. So, and I didn't like Kirsten Dunst in the movies. She obviously was really good when she was a little kid, but never gained any talent as she grew up. But uh, the first one was the first one was okay, and then it was kind of followed the same path as X Men. The third one was awful, awful movie. The second one just wasn't good. So yeah, and you and I like Spider Man. Are you dropping the dropping the the buck on Sam Raimi, or is it all Tobey Maguire's fault? Um, Tobey Maguire has a lot to do with the first one. Um, I didn't like the third one at all, so I have to give Sam a lot of the discredit on that one. Second one, yeah, I don't know. Kind of a split between the two, I guess. Right. And James Franco? Your boy, James Franco? I'm not a big James Franco fan. Really? Yeah. He's your boy. I just said it. I know. I heard you say it. <laughs> well, I and I still don't it. like him. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't mind him, I guess. I'm just not a big fan. I thought you were a Freaks and Geeks fan. The great, I do. Great television that's that's probably that my favorite role of his. <laughs> I would agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, there's... But, 
Yeah, the, I mean, the, I've only seen one of the Hulks, and the one Hulk I saw wasn't all that great. That was the, Which one right. did you see? Uh, the most recent one with uh, uh, um, Norton. Norton and Roth, yeah. Not very good. Oh, Tim Roth, what happened, man? Oh, man. Tim. Yeah, he kept oh. trying, but yeah. So, yeah, they, they did sort of have a... They did sort now of have a mess. That, now he's in that really cool uh, nighttime Lighting TV show. Yeah. It's not very good. Yeah, I'm trying to watch it, but it's it's a painful. I watched I watched the first episode because I wanted to give Tim Roth the benefit of the doubt, and it was bad. Of course it was. The, the yeah, entire show is a series of interviews, and that's it. There's nothing else going on in the show. So getting getting back on track, uh, you were right. The Incredible Hulk was probably somewhat of a mess, and Iron Man uh, – I don't even think you brought up Iron Man, but I'm bringing it up again. Iron Man's guy. awesome. Yeah. Um, and this isn't going to me being the numbers guy, not the comic yeah. book guy. Yeah. I just I want to ask who Batman, Superman are not Marvel. Who else is not Marvel that I that I know? Wonder not Woman, the comic book guy. What, okay. Everyone knew that Superman. Wonder she, she flies in a in a, an invisible Aquaman. Airplane. Aquaman's DC. Okay. Um, Spawn. Spawn's not Marvel. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think what other movies have been out. Is, is there Flash? Any? Flash? The Flash is not Marvel. There you go. Anybody yeah. from like, like the, the Justice Flash. League of America cartoon? Yeah, all those guys are DC. Yeah, okay. Apache Green Chief. Lantern. Green yeah, Lantern. Green Lantern. He's, he's DC. What a dick. <laughs> That's awesome. How, how dare Green Lantern? Um, Punisher is so, Marvel, but yeah, I've only seen one of those, and that wasn't very good. What is Punisher? Fantastic were, Four was god awful. There's yeah, That's Marvel, God, right? Fantastic that was Marvel. Four. The only thing I liked about Fantastic Four, which is sad because it's usually the part I wouldn't like, is I actually like the Human Torch. I'm like, hey, at least this guy has personality. He's a total tool, but at least he's got personality. The rest of them are just bad. Is he, total, is he a total tool, though? Isn't that the idea, or no? Um, I think he was supposed to be the most juvenile of the bunch, kind of the more fun-loving one. I don't remember him being that big of a tool. I didn't. I wasn't a big collector of Fantastic Four, though, so I don't know for sure. So let me let me drop let me drop the serious the serious question. It's time to get serious. So if you're Disney, why why you say hey let's go get Marvel? What's 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 the end game? What what do they want? They just want the billions of characters and easy storylines. What what do you think, James? That's probably it right there. I mean, there's one market that they would like to get their feet in, and it's the superhero market. Last time I tried it, they kind of made their own with the Incredibles. So I guess they. Got a taste and wanted in. So they already had the monopoly on like kids under nine, and now they're moving up to like the twelve, to eight, right. eighteen kids. Like, all right, now it's comic time. It's and like, then after this, they're gonna buy some porn our, industry stuff. Our core <laughs> industry is growing up. Our core audience. But yeah, so it, there's a huge market there, and like you said, it comes with a huge encyclopedia of characters that they can draw from, and then they can release yeah. it and put it in their little vault. And I'm sure Disney's it three not, years later. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure Disney's not used to taking. Other people's work and just turning into a turning yeah. into a gold mine. Being a fan All of the comics, I, I don't I, like um, to steal. Being, uh, being the numbers guy, I was reading up a little bit on the Disney the company, and apparently, like if you work for Disney, you have no individual intellectual property whatsoever. I'm not sure if this is 100 percent true, but I was reading this that like if you work <laughs> for like Disney it. and at night you're you know drawing a comic book uh, and you want to sell it to DC, no way. Disney owns that. Or you work for Disney and at night you're writing a novel. That's a Disney novel. Like, yeah. I'm not sure how that works exactly. but I'm sure that's a, a lot of uh, a lot of those labs slash um, animation areas. I'm sure that's... I guess that's that's a good point. I guess the... Uh, well, I know I that a lot know. of electronics companies, like if you 
you want to design an electronic device, it belongs to them. When I was, we just recently had a, a trip to Disney for my brother Brian's wedding. Um, so on location, great time. All all our nieces and uh, a lot of the family was there. And I must admit, when I was, you know, getting off the, you know, super Toy Story space station ride, I was thinking, man, I could really use like the Spider Man and ice ice cream, and it wasn't there. And I I, I can see why they want. The Marvel added to this whole situation because as soon as you get to those steam rides, it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. Like I want I want Sp- I want to take a picture with Spider Man and Mickey Mouse at the same time. Like that's a deal breaker, and I, I really I really see the bonuses there. Yeah, I being a fan, I'm not a big fan of the deal just because I want to keep the story and characters intact as possible. But I guess since they're you know already not meeting my expectations, what else can happen, right? So I guess I don't know. Well, who's the blame? Who, who's the blames? Is Stan Stanley uh, out for as much money grabbing as he can? Like I'm sure he deserves everything he gets in terms of uh, success, but I'm sure he's made. The, yeah, he's made Marvel or whoever a ton of money, and it's time. Yeah, yeah they, I don't I'm know sure how he, much of the ownership lays on him or you know versus Marvel, but yeah, there's yeah somebody screwing shit up, and it kind of sucks. <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see. There we do have um so. We, we already know what's laid out for Disney and at least, uh, uh or at least, uh, Marvel before Disney picked them up. But we do have a couple ideas just in case. I know there are a lot of listeners of the show. Just in case any, like, Disney executives are listening or people at Marvel, you can send these up to them. We've written up a couple of things that we'd like to see happen with the new studios. Cause we know, we know they're going to do a lot of special projects after this. Like, there's a lot of characters that might not have gotten attention. That really do deserve a little more of a, a little more of a look and a little more of a, sh- a shake, and we want to we want to make sure they get get some of our ideas out. Um, so we're going to call this our Disney Marvel. Uh, are you listening to us? Uh, idea because idea session because that that's what we're doing here. And uh, Jim, I know you've been dying to talk about this. This is re- you're the whole reason we did this podcast. So oh, cool. let's hear let's hear let's hear what you would want Disney to look into immediately uh, now that they have got access to all of this uh, Marvel Universe material. Well, you know, knowing me and my, you know, guilty pleasure for, you know, some musicals, I, I'm envisioning a Punisher He's... in the Mary Poppins field. I mean, Vin Diesel can play this badass vigilante Punisher. I mean, who's, Vin... you know, his hard-on-crime philosophy would translate well into the world of nannying. I think it's a perfect match. Kids get in trouble, they, he punishes them. Punish them! Punish them! <laughs> So are there any original uh, Mary Poppins characters in here, or is it just the Punisher? No, no, it's and- a total sequel, you know, no Julie Andrews. Oh. Instead so- of jumping into, like, sidewalk drawings, he can, like, take them to, like, prisons or alleys and do, like, a scared straight program or something. What about, so you have a problem with the, the other Punisher? Thomas, isn't Thomas Jane the one that did the first one, or did he do both of them? He did know. the second one, and the then the guy from Rome yeah. did the second one. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. And Thomas like, Jane, by the way, for, you know, this is a serious one. You know, my Punisher Mary Poppins one, a little tongue-in-cheek, but my serious one, Thomas Jane would be a good Captain America. Really? I think you're right about that. Yeah. Thomas Jane or maybe Aaron Eckert. Yeah. Oh, God, Aaron Eckert is Captain America. I don't know if I'd be able to handle it. Maybe. Maybe. Um, I, I like that. See, I, I get it because so – you have the Punisher who likes pretty much just killing people. Mm-hmm. That's what he does. Right? Punisher kills he people. Punishes. It's vigilante justice, yes. Yeah, vigilante justice. 
I thought but, he was more badass, but according to the second movie, he's not that badass. He tricks people into doing what he wants instead of yeah. Yeah, I don't think. He, do you think you would really say like, you know, for Disney to have a, a serious chance with this, you're going to need like, where's the lovable character? Because sounds like that's, he's just that's why he cast Vin Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> And that's where Vin Diesel comes in. Cause that's, that's Vin Diesel. I mean, he had such wonderful success in that one movie. Uh, Daddy Daycare? Daddy Daycare. No, that, that was his, uh, the, pacifier. the Pacifier. The Pacifier. There you go. Pacifier, Punisher. It's pretty much the same thing. It's same true. Movie. It's true. And he's he's on a, excuse me, um, he's on a giant giant uphill swing from Fast and the Furious. He's a, he's a win-win. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. It's big. Um, I've actually got one sort of along those lines. It's... This one's, I think, a little better than yours, though. So listen, listen, listen closely. I think so. You've got the Marvel universe. I think the Hulk. The Hulk, we haven't seen enough movies with the Hulk in it yet. So I'm gonna get the Hulk out there, and this, this is his chance to actually do some real good. And we team the Hulk up with a lesser character on the Disney side, Tinkerbell. Kids love Tinkerbell. I know I've got like ten nieces. I don't know how many. I got a lot, and. They love Tinkerbell and all the little fairy world things. So we combine the Hulk world with Tinkerbell. And they end up being like a sort of like the new odd couple. So that, you know, you, you understand because you're the movie executive. You're like odd couple. All right. Register. Got it. Um, but Tinkerbell is sort of like, you know, they're sort of dating. They're an item. And Tinkerbell's trying to change the Hulk, like turn the Hulk into hit her guy. And she's trying to figure out if they're, they're like right for each other. What do you think about that? Do you think that would work? I think that's a terrible idea. Why? She's got fairy dust, and it's the Hulk, and, and oh, the Hulk gets mad, but you know. The, the size. Is, Actually, the, I kind of like the idea that the, that the Hulk, the Hulk gets angry and kills Tinkerbell, <laughs> and then Bruce Banner comes back and has to clap and and, and say, "I believe in fairies." It's <laughs> a huge vicious circle. It just keeps happening and happening. <laughs> And Tinker then at the Bell, very end, Tinker she Bell sprinkles just, it with dust and they float to call away. The police. Like, <laughs> no, he's a good man at heart. He would never really hit me. I really, <laughs> just get so angry sometimes. I really see a romantic comedy possible here. Like, this is huge. I don't. I didn't really think about <laughs> being tragic. Yeah, maybe yes. we can bring uh, this is a Julia drama. Roberts. This is a drama. Yeah, uh, I guess uh, we can bring Julia Roberts back as Tinkerbell from Hook. She wanted to make out with Peter Pan. Why not the Hulk? It's pretty much the same thing. And then we just it's move not on. The same thing. <laughs> and until you realize that, we're never going to move forward in this relationship. <laughs> Anyways, that, that was my first. That was my first pitch. I've got some better ones lined up. I know you denied that one. Um, I'll I'll go again because I've, I feel like I've got the ball rolling, and you're really going to like this next one. Right. But I doubt it. So this this is this one's good. All right. Pro- Professor Xavier visits the McDucks. Now I know what you're thinking, Professor Xavier. He's lame, literally, but we can we can work with it. Is that really a politically correct term to use there? Lame? Being lame? Not... I don't know. I think so. Is that is that? Okay. Not... Right. Oh, I don't know. It's okay. All right. So <laughs> we'll see. So it's a coming of age story where Huey, Dewey, and Louie um end up pretty much becoming friends with Professor Xavier. At first, they wanted to sort of like alienate him, but they decided, you know, all right, he's one of us. They and they learn about life with disabilities through Professor X. And how it's possible to overcome adversity no matter what the odds. Like, no matter what mutant thing you are, and even though you can't walk, it's still possible to get through life <laughs> with money, <laughs> live listeners say. Okay, he had a lot of money, but still, it's not easy dealing uh, dealing with uh, disabilities through life. And Huey, Dewey, and Louie, like, sort of just grow up with Professor Xavier realizing their true potential. Can't he just you, make them think that? Make them think what? 
you know, without having to like learn all the lessons, can't he just like you know impose his will mentally on them? Oh yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. That, like, he, he could just do the life lesson in like one minute and let be done. I don't know if Prof X would do that. What do you think? Prof, it's he, it's against his character. I must admit. Yeah, he, I don't think he would do that. And he would. He would. He would be happy that Huey and Dewey Louie have uh, learned a lesson. Like he's a teacher. He he gets it. He's a professor. Like he. That's how he does it. And. I don't know. I think it would make millions, especially in the, the child, the you know nine to fifteen age, which is sort of what the, I think they're going for. It's, it's got some possibilities, but yeah, it, it'll be weird watching them you know, run around with some guy in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, it's possible. And you you got the other McDucks too. Like I didn't I didn't bring up Scrooge at all. I didn't bring up Daffy or Donald. I guess the McDuck they aren't they're just Donald Duck. Not Gizmo McDuck. Duck. If yeah. you wanted to add it a little drama, in here. if you could, you could add a little bit more drama on it and just all and have Professor X really just being trying to get in good with Scrooge McDuck, so he can use the he money to donate, yeah, for the, the school of gifted young youngsters. Maybe it got destroyed in their last battle oh. or something. And you, you make know, your you own movie. I like my movie. We'll have a different. We'll have a different script. You write yours. I just want to see Hannah Montana play the She Hulk. <laughs> She is trying to do some uh, departure roles, so maybe maybe that'd be a good one for her. The She Hulk. Jeff, do you have any other genius ideas? Uh, that's the only genius idea I have. I have some other ideas. All right, all right. <laughs> some other ideas. I want, I want to see the Fantastic Four fight against the Jonas Brothers in space. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure who I want to win that one. The Jonas Brothers, really? In space. <laughs> so, do the Jonas Brothers like? Do they turn into mutants, or are they still just the Jonas Brothers and just jam? Oh, they already on? are mutants. <laughs> I get uh, it. So who's the demographic here? Who who like who wants to go see this movie? Everybody. <laughs> it's rated G. All audiences. Hello. Yeah. Uh, right. I don't know. I don't think the Human Torch would sign on for that. He's a picky asshole, and I don't, I don't think he would do it. <laughs> I don't think the Human. <laughs> That's a good point, actually. I, you're telling me that if you were the Human Torch, you wouldn't want to go fight the Jonas Brothers in space. Right, right. Um, he did go into outer space like twice in the second movie. So, did it, yeah, if, if you're if he's already breached that gap, like if he's already yeah. gone to outer space, yeah. there's no reason not to yeah. go there. The to next fight the Jonas logical Brothers. step is to fight the Jonas right. Brothers. <laughs> I do like it. I do like it. James, right. James, next pitch. Um, Disney's listening. All right. What do you tell him? This one's more t- towards the Pixar section. So, um. The Monsters of the Monsters, Inc. movie find out that not only are screams not working anymore, but laughs aren't working anymore. Oh, oh disaster. No. Yes. So they have to enlist the X-Men. And the X-Men start going in the doors, going into the you know the kids' rooms or the people's rooms, saying their crappy one-liners and getting groans. <laughs> and that's what they use to power the city from then on. <laughs> oh, so, so oh, size. Oh. Their size is new. Just groans, like bad oh. one-liners. Oh. Yes. Do you have any? Do you have any uh, pre-written out one-liners for us? No, no, I, I wouldn't be able to do that crappy. <laughs> something like you know, I, I'm sure Storm toad. would get the best Talk ones. Though. Something about yeah. yeah, something about toads and lightning. I'm sure would come into play. Halle Berry's best role ever. Yeah, I like it. I like. Can it. we get All Kelsey right. Grammer back? <laughs> Please. <laughs> All right, I have As one last beast. one. I have one last one. This one's good. Um. So we haven't discussed these people yet either. We're going with the Avengers, the the giant group of Avengers. The Avengers 
team up with Chip and Dale, who, if, as you know, Chip and Dale had their like own Rescue Ranger like TV show where they were like detective chipmunk things, and they were usually in the normal Disney movie holiday stuff. They were like the the antics of uh, uh, pretty much Mickey Mouse's bane during yeah. a lot of that. And stuff. Pluto, yeah, and Pluto, and Pluto, yep. Pluto hated him. Um, anyways, so we get. The Avengers with Chip and Dale, and they're all like sort of out there to fight crime, and they're teaming up in like a good cop, bad cop, dumb cop combo situation. Um, and it goes from there, and you pretty much you'd probably catch your jokes, your thrills, all in one in this crime caper conspiracy story where they try to figure out the you know who done it situation, and you know Chip and Dale obviously get on the Avengers, the Avengers bad side. What do you think? What do you think? Billions of dollars. If it wasn't for Chippendale, Chippendale is just too low key. Really? Yeah. Chippendale, although, though, although you, you might want all the attention on the Avengers, so I don't know. That's a tough call. Yeah. Like the Avengers aren't fucking you know grade A steak either. Oh yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a personal bias. I used to collect that one. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Avengers. The live listener brings up a good point. You have to throw in a really hot rodent chick. <laughs> the seal the deal. What? I, I, can see that. I can see that. It's possible. I'm sure there's some hot Avengers out there. I don't. I'm not the comic guy. Jim is, and Jeff's the numbers guy. But I'm sure there's some hot chicks out Hi, there. Jim, tell me how many hot Avengers. <laughs> um, you were commenting on the She-Hulk. She had a stint with the Avengers at one point. She's Ooh. pretty cute. Green boobs. I mean, you can't. So ask there's much more. So Jeff, how many how many hot hot uh, chicks are in the Avengers? I, I don't know who the Avengers are. All right, never mind. Your, your numbers guy fail. Number guys fail. <laughs> well, random number would have been appropriate there. Yeah, yeah. Anyhow. Holy crap! I'm on right. Marvel's website right now, and apparently Eminem and the Punisher are getting together and doing something. <laughs> I better kind of, believe it. That's kind of like when Scooby Doo teamed up with the uh, Harlem Globetrotters. Harlem Globetrotters. Right. So, last last ones. If you have any, oh, any I've got a few. From, I don't know, yeah, Jeff. Do you have go. any left? Uh, you go, and I'll come up with another one. <laughs> okay, my first one. Well, my give next me, one. Give me some good ones. Um. I'm envisioning Bruce Banner, shy student researcher, working out of college for his evil stepdad. He locks him in a lab to work for the night instead of letting him go to the school dance. Bruce Banner's... Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, but... I need to ask questions. So Bruce Banner and who? What's that? Bruce Banner and who? Just Bruce Banner. Oh, he's oh locked, Bruce he's, Banner. He's locked in the lab by his evil stepdad. Okay. A la Cinderella. Does that make him angry? Well, his fat, a fairy godmother shows up. Shoots him with gamma rays and slaps around a bit. That turns him angry. He turns in the hall, breaks out, and he gets to go to the dance. <laughs> but at midnight, he turns back into yes. Bruce Banner and he's yes. wearing those ridiculous hats. <laughs> and everyone laughs at him. Exactly. <laughs> and he runs out stumbling. I love this idea. <laughs> this is like some other movie, though. I've heard this before. What what plot is this? I, I, I think I've heard it. Oh. That's, that's Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella, of course, yes. of course. I get it. All right, I got another one. <laughs> I like the last one. Can we? Oh yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Hey, I'm going for a multi-picture deal. Yeah, there. go ahead. All right, Iron Man, you know Tony Stark. After years of selling arms to Captain Hook, he gets a guilty conscience and he ends up going to Neverland to fight back. At the end of the story, he ends up staying there because you know his you know juvenile personality fits the land, so he just. He kind of replaces Peter Pan and Peter Pan. And has sex with everybody. And Peter Pan gets to go home and hang out with Wendy. So it's a win-win situation. Which is all Peter Pan ever really wanted yes, in the first place. Exactly. <laughs> My next one. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm loaded. Oh, Ghost wow. Rider. 
He asks Ghost Satan. Rider doesn't need another movie. Next. No, this one's good. This one's good. This one's good. <laughs> Ghost Rider asks Satan to free him so he can be a real-life boy again, just like Pinocchio. <laughs> Nick Cage will reprise his role, so his wooden acting ability will be a metaphor for the wooden doll Pinocchio. Uh, perfect, perfect. That's, that's good. I like that. All right, I, I, I got one. I got Wait, one. Wait, I got okay, one so last one, real quick. Oh, ben okay, Affleck. Ben, ben Affleck replies, reprises Daredevil a la Dumbo for obvious reasons. Nice. Okay, now you can go. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, okay. So um, it's uh, it's it's a remake of the of the classic uh, the classic Disney movie Beauty and the Beast. Uh, Kelsey Grammer, of course, plays the Beast, nice. who is locked. Uh, he, he's, he's locked in his house and can't drive anywhere because his license has been suspended for drunk driving. And, uh, <laughs> and the beauty has to go rescue him and drive him to work. You don't have an idea for beauty? You don't have an idea for beauty? Uh, Jessica Alba? She, she, <laughs> I love that idea. That's great. That's genius. If I was a, if I was, a Disney exec with all that, looking at all that uh, content, I, I think I might pull that story out and, and have a have it uh, written up for me. I like it. I like it. Very good. Very good ideas. Um, so you see this picture of She-Hulk? <laughs> is it? Yes, it's hot. We all know. She's got I, have, I have a little surprise for you guys. I, I didn't. I didn't tell uh, Jim and Jeff about this before. I've got a little bit of a comic quiz, and this is you guys are gonna team up because I know it would be fair with having the numbers guy on one side and like the comic guy on the other. Okay. Excuse me. So, here's the idea, and you guys can play at home. We've got some live listeners they can play too. They can give some advice. Here's how it's going to work. Uh, in the Marvel universe, there are like if you look up uh, a lot of the the Marvel info, there it's all over the place. You, you can find it. But uh, the one thing I want to mention is when you look at heroes and villains, there's actually a lot more villains than there are heroes. Um, in their general like index, which it includes you know individual characters, sidekicks, and it includes like some of the factions too, sort of like um, Cyclops. Like the Fantastic Four. Like, yeah, like Cyclops is one guy, and X Men is also included in the heroes list kind of thing. So there's 716 heroes and 861 villains, and I found that sort of interesting. First off, there were so many more villains. I'm kind of surprised but, it's not more. To the really? Truth. Yeah. Because the, the heroes stay the same. They have to fight a new villain every week. You'd think that there'd be a lot more villains. But you're, you're the comic guy. Aren't there, like, comics that are villain-based or no? Probably not as many. Mm, not particularly, no. By the way, I think this is more of a numbers question. Can I find <laughs> answer? <laughs> yeah, please, go ahead. I, I, what Jim just said I think is exactly right. Okay. I appreciate it. Numbers, man. Uh, so – there and I was going through a lot of the list, and I'm not the the comics guy. I'm just the mediator. But it seemed like there were a lot of names that could be taken as good or bad, or it just didn't seem like this was a very good bad guy. And I sort of wanted to test your guys's, you know, your guys's. You're knowledge. talking just based on the name itself. Um, not just the name itself, no. But uh, the we're gonna play two games here. It'll be sort of like one main game and a mini game. I have ten names in front of me. Um, they're mixed order, and they're not. It's not necessarily five good guys and five bad guys, but I do have it where you're going to have to guess, based on the name of the character, if it's a bad guy or a good guy. Can you also tell us the weight of the character? The weight? The weight. Um, I can tell you the age, if that will help your numbers. Okay. Okay. Right. Some sort of dimension would be good. I'm going to completely make it up, so the numbers will, won't help you very so much. So you said oh, there was oh. a minigame, too. What is that? Yes, the minigame is, based on the name, can you guess their abilities? 
Okay. <laughs> I like this game. Yeah. All right. Now, here's the kicker. I uh, I have some numbers written out. <laughs> Can I tell another Kelsey Grammer drunk driving joke? <laughs> yes. I've got some numbers written out here. And the way it's going to work is uh, Jim and Jeff both both get to give an answer. It's either a bad guy or a good guy. That's that's the main point value. The, the other stuff's just extra, extra on the cake, extra icing on the cake. Um, you guys need to get an 80% correct like 80 percent's the goal here. If you get higher, that's that's good too. But um, the idea is, if you can get 80 percent right between all your guesses, then you win. So if you're not sure on something, you might want to hedge your bets. Or if you are sure, you go for it. All right. So you're, there's a little bit of risk involved based on your guesses. So um, if we could we could technically we could only we could pass on five as long as we get four out of the other five right, we win. There's no passing. But oh. I guess going one and one is so is basically you're saying yeah. if we know the answer we both should answer the same thing. But yes. if we don't, we should yes. try different things. Correct or okay. take the risk. That's you know what, Jim? Let's just go balls out. You're a numbers guy. You get it, Jeff. You're a numbers I guy. I get it. I get it. All right. So I'm going to start easy. I think um, at least with some of the names here. But in terms of uh, guessing if they're a good guy or a bad guy, it's not going to be so easy. So prepare yourself for the the heroes and villains Marvel quiz. This, this has nothing to do with Disney. All right. And I don't know much about comics, so I picked names that didn't exactly I knew weren't super popular. Yeah, and for and, me being the the ringer, you know, the Mister Knowledgeable of comics, I'm really not all that knowledgeable. But yeah, I'll do I my best. Say, yeah, everyone that I know, there's a, a couple listeners, a, a lot of listeners that are, are comic geniuses. So yeah. please don't be insulted I'm, by. I'm, our, when you say comic genius. geniuses, you mean like really funny? Yeah, yeah. Any, <laughs> they do a great spit take. Yeah. All right, so first first one. First name, Darwin. And can we discuss this between the two of us? Yeah, yeah okay. go ahead. This is this is where. It, so the, right. the name's Darwin. Is a good guy or a bad guy? And if, I think uh, he's a good guy, and I think he can control animals. Hmm. How sure are you about that? It's a fucking guess. I'm okay, sure. I, I'm going. I'm going with the bad guy. Oh. Um, you guys aren't kind of splitting. What's that? You guys, you guys are going to split the vote, huh? Yeah, I think so. Because I think he's Darwin. a bad guy, but I have no Any, guess, no reasoning behind it. Um, Any guesses on the abilities? The ability, I like Jeff's ability. I'll, go, I'll back him on the ability. We're All both right. going with controls animals. <laughs> That's a good guess. That's a good guess. Um, Darwin is a good guy. Congratulations. So you Congratulations for us. So you're split. Oh, you blew it, Jim. I know it. Yeah. You you did sort of blow it, um. But and Jeff was Jeff was pretty far off. Darwin, it's sort of the namesake uh, of Darwin, the the great evolutionary, um, pretty much can adapt his body to whatever environment he's in. That makes much so better sense. If yeah, if he's in water, he can breathe under. Like all of a sudden, he gets gills, he can breathe underwater. If he evolves. Yeah, there you go. If he's in fire, he grows resistant fire skin, and he's fine. Um, pretty badass. What if he's getting shot at, like bulletproof skin? Apparently, he was formerly with the X Men, but then it worked to the X Factor. I don't know if what happens when he gets shot at. It's a great question. It might take know. him a few rounds. Okay. So, next next one. Tarantula is the name of the the super person. Tarantula's got to be a bad guy. Agreed. Or bad girl, I who knows, but yeah. Um, I'm guessing superpower, multiple limbs. Ooh. That's not bad. That's not bad. You think that she's she or he might have like 
the spider sticky, you know, like can cling to walls and stuff? Or do you think it's just multiple limbs? I'd say all all the all the prowess of a spider. Every anything a spider can do, including okay. spin a web. Okay, so spin a web, stick to walls, do. and multiple limbs. So it's like good. the spider woman, pretty yeah. much, but with multiple limbs. All right, tarantula, which is a female, uh, is actually a hero. Damn. I I'm, I'm sorry, it's a, a hero for hire, and it was part of the heroes for hire group. And you, unfortunately, the name's actually a little bit misleading. I probably should have picked a different one. She is. A very good, like, biological engineer person, she but her... has uh, elephant her, properties. Her, her, her abilities mainly are just limited to being... She a, never forgets. A kick-ass martial artist is, is what she... That's it? She's she Jackie is. Chan? She has yeah, junk pretty. in her trunk. <laughs> so this game sucks, that's Max. Three, that's three marks in the wrong column, one in the in the right one. Hopefully yeah. Dr. Doom As a numbers guy, I'm sure you understand the situation you're in. <laughs> Yeah, that's right. like uh, uh like fifty six percent or something. Right. All right. Next one. Acrobat. Acrobat. Acrobat's a good guy. Hmm. Acrobat. This must be a pretty early one. Acrobat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh wait, no, no, no. Acrobat's a bad guy, and he can fly. He's like a bat. I'm going. Ooh, I'm, like going acro- I'm going. I'm <laughs> going. I'm going with bad guy. Um, I'm sticking simple. I'm thinking he's just a really good gymnast. He's just like he's like a cat burglar. He's a low well level done. criminal. Ding ding ding! It is a bad guy. It is a bad guy, and it is pretty much cat burglar. Apparently, he had a small his small stint was convincing the Human Torch to leave the Fantastic Four so he could rob a bank. <laughs> he uh, he he pretty much tricked uh, Johnny into helping him out. Um, but yeah, all he is is an expert gymnast and tumbler who incorporates various flips and leaps into his fighting style. So that's a little easy giveaway on what he did, but good guess on the villain. That's not, that wasn't so easy. That wasn't so easy. All right. Next one. And this one, this one might ring a bell. Leech is the name. I can't imagine Leech is a good guy, but Greg Leech is a good guy, actually. Okay. Leech is a good guy. I think he's a mutant. And I think all he does is make people lose their powers when he's around. Interesting. I think. Okay. I'm not I agree with Jim. He's pretty much like, you know, the no power zone. James, you've won the $250,000. Congratulations. <laughs> I've read a comic with Leech in it. Leech, Leech <laughs> is a good guy, and you nailed he's a it. Mutant. He, was, he was one of the Murlocs. Yep, and he's a mutant. And he lived underground in the tunnels. Yep. And he does have the ability of nullifying mutants' abilities around him. Congratulations. You were spot on. Nice. That was awesome. All right. We are running a little long, so I'm going to do just a couple more here. All right. I'm going to give you – this person has two big names, so I'm going to give them, give them both. Kang or Ramatut. Kang the Conqueror. He's a villain. Um, he was against the Fantastic Four, but I don't know what his ability. He has like some cosmic powers, generic cosmic powers. Do you, do you, do you know uh, why he has King or Ramatut? I don't know why there's two names. I don't. Maybe because uh, I don't know. Maybe he was supposed to be the original King Tut, but also also known as Blue Man, King of Kings, Master of Men. You, Jim, you're correct. Jeff, I'm not even going to let you guess because you're going to ruin it. Uh, <laughs> I agree with what Jim said. He, he is a bad guy, and he does have like sort of the cosmic power situations. What happened was 
he was a guy that was based on he was actually born on Earth, but on an alternate timeline, alternate universe, and he interacted with the Fantastic Four and a lot of and more in the Avengers sometime, I think. That's why and I always hated the Fantastic Ramatut is even a further uh future version of Kang that comes back in time to stop himself, Kang, from doing other stuff. So like awesome. he had like two of the same guy, but an older one was Ramatut. That, this is completely unrealistic. Again, again, I'm not I'm getting this off from the Marvel website, so if it's wrong you can blame them. It's not it's not me. Alright. Well done. Well done. So next one. Lilith. Is this another Fraser joke? <laughs> I'm waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Uh, Lilith's name. I, I don't know this one. Um, she's a hero, and she started musical fairs across the country. That's her power. <laughs> yeah, your, your, your chance to extrapolate some genius idea. There's not really a lot you can get out of that, is there? Um, Lilith. Lilith doesn't sound like a superhero name, so I guess I would really have to guess a villain. Yeah, I know Lilith them. is coming. Run, <laughs> Lilith. So, yeah, I think. I think. Yeah, unless I she's like a, a um, unless she's like a sidekick or something, like you know, like uh, I think it's an evil robot. So it's a villain. It's an evil robot built in Japan Ooh. by the evil Doctor. Not Wu bad. An acronym or something. To, uh, yes, I like it. To destroy. San Francisco. I like it. I like it. I like <laughs> lasers that come out of his eye, her eyes. Oh, all right. So way Lightning off on the human out of robot mouth. thing. Way off. But she is the bad guy. Right, and maybe bad guy. maybe if you knew her by some of her aliases as mother of demons or vampire goddess, you might have got gotten a little bit more of her abilities. Uh, oh, she's like a vampire goddess. Yeah, she's like a vampire. <laughs> I remember her. <laughs> exactly. Um, pretty much all she is is sort of like. The bride of the devil, it sort of sounds like. She was banished of Earth with Satan. Um, um, yeah, and she's immortal, and all she does is have, like, just super dark magic. You could magic probably squeeze stuff. her into the new uh, Ghost Rider movie I'm talking about then. Yeah, and she looks sort of hot, so she See? might she might fill in there. Cool. That's a good idea. Is she, right. like, She-Hulk hot, or... <laughs> I don't tarantula know. hot. <laughs> all right, last one. We'll do. We'll speed up last one, because this is already taking a while. Um... Silver Fox. Silver Fox is a good guy. He's a he uh, is a fantastic. He's a former Olympic downhill skier. Um, <laughs> I know this name. Who uh, shoots lasers out of his eyes and lightning out of his mouth? And he's really quiet. Close, uh, Jim. Do you have a guess? Silver Fox. And he's really... Um. I'm going to go – God, I thought he was kind of a neutral person, I don't know, but I'm probably thinking the wrong person. I'll go with good guy. Um, but I want to say he just had fighting – like hand-to-hand fighting skills and used a gun or something. All right. Jim was closer, but you're both wrong because it's a bad guy. It is a bad at guy. At least according to, according to the Marvel Universe, Marvel team here. Um, and you would actually, Silver Fox is a girl. If you would have thought Fox isn't hot, Jeff, I don't know where you were on that. It was Spider-Man, it's okay. right? Or does yeah. it say? Um, no, it's not with Spider-Man. Actually, this, you could guess that in X-Men Origins Wolverine, which you haven't seen yet, Silver Fox is the girl character, even though they don't give her a name mm-hmm. in it. Uh, the girl character in that movie, and the timeline, according at least to this, wasn't anything on, but it sounds like that's who this was loosely based on. So wait, you're saying it's, X-Men screwed up the timeline? Weird. 
Yeah, exactly. Did but Silver, Silver Fox like apparently had a fling with, uh, Wolverine in Canada. She's Canadian, so I don't, I, Jeff, you should have had that too, but that's well, fine. Well, I said You're, downhill skier. Yeah, you did. You did <laughs> say downhill. That's point. Um, but yeah, had a fling and she had a situation with Sabretooth and, uh, uh, Wolverine and then they were on that, like, uh, they're on the T-Max weird Weapon X program later on and, uh, yeah, eventually turned into like a, uh, you were right on her ability. She just sort of knew some some martial arts and used a gun. And Sweet, I get points for that. Pretty much, yeah. So yeah, that counts for a point. Yeah, that counts. So how do we do on our quiz? Uh, you guys had you had seven right and five wrong, so we did six total. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but I'm not the numbers guy here. But I don't think that's eighty percent. So no, no, I don't think it is. You either. guys didn't eat the standard. Uh, We're an standard. endurance answering team, so yeah. since you're cutting the quiz short, we have no choice but to yeah. lose. That's your doing. All right, we'll we'll have to have a, a bonus round. And you didn't say Doctor Doom, so. I was thinking about those were some hard. I picked some hard ones on purpose, but um, yeah. Anyhow, Uh, so very, very good. Uh, You guys did very well, just not not up to par. And uh, we do have, of course, our Parker Posey play along today. We are doing this off time, off schedule, so people haven't had many much time to answer. So we do not have many uh, many answers on uh, the Facebook or Gunga Pit. So we only have a few. K- uh, Karen, who's the birthday girl, had an answer. Um, hers ended up being Star Trek, which Jim, you ended up going with, yeah. right? Or was that Jeff? So I'm pretty um, sure that's uh, that wins. I'm not the numbers guy, but I, I think that's the most. Yeah, yeah. good job. And, and, and li- we had live listener Dish- uh, Jim P mention District Nine again, which we discussed on the show. But there, yeah, uh, very good, very good. Well, it was my question. I guess I should probably bring up the question first off. It was, uh, what blockbuster? Uh, what summer blockbuster? Did you end up seeing that pretty much pleasantly surprised you? And especially any, you know, if like you just thought it was going to be shit and it was good, or if you just expected your brain dead, just go enjoy the flick and it was actually stimulating and awesome movie. Um, where there's still going to be chances for answers, uh, I guess when you listen to this, that it will be closed, but, um, please, uh, the park proposal you play along, all your answers have been great. Appreciate the, appreciate the participation. And, uh, I believe Jeff is our next Parker Posey play along. Long person, aren't you? Per- person, Jeff. I, I am. I, I am. Uh, I have a question, uh, as Parker Posey always likes me to. Uh, and the, the question uh, this week is going to be, what was a scene in a movie that disgusted you? Scene in a movie that disgusted you. Okay. And this is like physically you wanted me to gag as opposed to like I was disgusted with the quality of the scene. Correct. Um... Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if if you could be disgusted by, like, how terrible, like, that particular scene is, too, like, like, I guess guess you could go either way with it. Like, you could could be physically physically disgusted. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I would say, yeah, that that makes sense. I didn't ask any questions. Good job. Good job. Hmm. Uh, So I guess I'll kick it off. My answer is going to be in the movie Planet Terror. Uh, when yeah. the guy has like all sorts of sores on his face and he, he pops one right on the other, uh, right on the doctor's like face and it's just absolutely disgusting. Jim's boy Josh Rowland. <laughs> yeah, doctor. Jim's boy Josh Rowland actually plays the doctor. And we uh, know that guy. That's the guy from Days and Confused and, uh, what is that guy's name? Shit, and from, uh, Boiler Room. Yeah, yeah, I don't know his name, yeah. but we know who The guy is, from yeah. Days and Confused, the, we're here to drink the and kick ass. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Nicky Cat. Nicky Cat. Nicky Cat. He's like, cool name. Yep. I'll never forget that guy's name. <laughs> so you were like you felt you felt ill 
near your stomach when you No, I mean, I was disgusted by it, though. Like, oh, like, I seen the man, you go, oh, like that, you know. Hmm. I'm gonna, I've got, I'm, I'm taking a different route with it, I think, and I've mentioned this on the show, I think, Couple couple episodes ago, when we were talking about leaving Las Vegas, I don't remember why we were talking about it. Maybe Nicolas Cage and his, his awesome hair, but uh, Elizabeth Shue getting there's a rape scene in that movie that just completely just it doesn't mess me up, but it's just always unnerving, and I I don't know about feeling ill, but I was disgusted by it for sure. And uh, yeah, I know it was, a, it was a very uncomfortable. Yeah, scene. it's a, like she plays really a, had no no place in that movie. She plays a call kind of... girl in the movie, but she ends up showing up, and it's um. You have a feeling it's like what, like freshman college kids or something? Yeah, it's like, it's like yeah, college kids. Yeah, like college kids and like one of their pretty much like mentally retarded. Like he seems like he's a stupid kid and they're trying to get him laid and they end up raping her in a hotel room. I think it is, and it's just yeah, it's it's rough and I yeah turned me off from the movie and uh, it's you never want to see Elizabeth Shue get raped and yeah, it's a it's a terrible situation, terrible situation. Or anybody for that matter. Yeah. Or anybody for that matter. I shouldn't jest about Except that. For maybe like the Jonas Brothers, but other than that, in space. By the fantastic in space. Force. In space. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that's a pos- Yeah, we should have seen that in our little uh, production uh, segment. Yeah. So yeah, that's my answer. Elizabeth Shue getting raped and uh, leaving Las Vegas. Um, I was gonna go with something disturbing like that too, but then I thought of a great one. Um, the old naked lady in The Shining. Oh, yeah. It was the yeah, most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, my God. Can, it, you, can you lay it out for everybody? It's, oh, basically, there's a scene where he goes in and, you know, the whole, you know, hotel's kind of haunted or whatever. And he goes in this room and there's a beautiful woman and she's naked because she's near the bathroom and stuff. They end up making out. But then when he, like, pulls away from her, she's this old saggy God. haggard old lady and you just want to puke and it's that's a really good yeah, answer i've i was mentally changed after like i i lost every bit of innocence i ever had just from watching that scene it was so bad so nasty i wanted to puke when did when did you first see it is the next question like i saw i probably saw Lee las vegas when i you know i was like 20 ish and it was yeah it was i fun. don't know for sure it was it was probably around high school or something i don't know right and uh, again, Jack Nicholson's character—what uh, is it? It's Torrance. I don't remember. Jack. Jack yeah, Torrance. Jack Torrance. He himself goes. He pretty much like goes to vomit right afterwards. So you're feeling the same thing. He See, like, I don't oh, know what God. happens after that because I I literally leave the room every time. That's oh, the only man. scene that I've actually told people not to watch. It's not worth watching. It's disturbing and scary and blah blah blah. Yeah, I'm just like stay away from that scene. I'm doing you a favor. Awesome. Good. An- I I think I'm great answer. Good. Your answer is good. Your answer is good. Um. So excellent, Parker Posey. You can go to Facebook, search for the Movie Hour page. You can answer it there, and you can also, of course, always go to gungapit.com, and uh, the question will be up there to to answer. Uh, Jeff, Jeff, can you phrase the question one last time? Yeah. A uh, scene in a movie that disgusted you, that made you go, oh. And it doesn't have to be like stomach ill, but it's just. Yeah, like, I, I yeah. Just, you just go, oh, <laughs> like I didn't need to see that, or you know. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. So you guys know where to find it, uh, live listeners. Thank you for joining us, uh, James and Jeff. Once again, thank you for the input. Yep, I hope everyone enjoyed listening. Drive safe. Uh, again, thanks for listening. Uh, we will be recording another one, another episode soon. It will be a little bit, so forgive us for uh, if there's any news that we happen to miss, but we're going to be out of town. So uh, hope you guys enjoy the episodes. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Daniel Craig Fantasy Football Movie Hour. Mm-hmm.